Fred Barge said in his amazing text, Life Without Fear, all we have to do is recognize that chiropractic philosophy is the basis for a great leap forward in understanding the human body and its healing system and avoid being conflicted in our thinking. It's not that the scientific world is wrong, it's just that it's incomplete. Just as Newton's laws of motion were incomplete in compared to Einstein's theory of relativity. I want to talk to you guys briefly today about what that really means in practice. What that great leap forward means in practice. Because so many chiropractors, so many chiropractors practice essentially the same thing they've always done. And what we want to do, that the leap forward, I think, is the individualizing of each adjustment. The individualizing of our care, especially if you deal with children and the challenged child. That is the topic that I've had in my ICPA class, Enhancing Pediatric Neuroplasticity. That's, to me, where I want to take this thought process, is to supercharge like, what could we do to make us the great leap forward and not make us a replacement, not make us an alternative? I am not an alternative healthcare practitioner. I, chiropractic is not an alternative. It is a completely different thing. That's what the leap forward is, right? That's what the leap forward is. That's what D.D. Palmer and B.J. Palmer came up with and Stevenson back in the 1800s and early 1900s when they came up with this concept of chiropractic. They came up with a great leap forward. And so many people, so many chiropractors out there are just doing the same thing every day, every day, every day. But we want to supercharge it. We want to, I, here, let me tell you this story to completely illustrate this point. Boy comes in on Friday, nonverbal child with autism, three-ish, three and a half years old, beautiful boy was not exactly the happiest child. And we see that a lot. You know, their first visit, a lot of these kids who are nonverbal, they don't want to be there and they'll let you know. But we have a choice point, even at that very beginning, the whole idea that we teach our interns and that we show with our families is it's okay, right? In our office, it's okay because, you know, these parents, what do they do all the time? They apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, no need to apologize. No need to apologize. However long it takes is how long we're going to, you know, do this. So when we did the exam, right, instead of like rushing through and getting everything done and, and you know, having the child get upset, etc., we did a little bit and then we stopped and let him kind of refocus and reframe. And when it got to be a little bit too much for him, I said, hey, let's take a break and I'll go out and I'll adjust a few people. I'll come back in. And the parents were like, no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, I'm like, no, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. This is how we do it. And it's, we, we call this, and we mentioned this in the enhancing pediatric neuroplasticity class. It's, it's called patient-centered adjustments, right? So I am doing this for the patient and I'm, I'm building rapport with this patient because I want, and even if it's a child, a little munchkin who's a, an infant or a kid like this who's a three and a half year old boy who's nonverbal, I'm, 
I want them to know that they're in control. I want them to know that. I want them to understand and to feel like, like, oh, this guy isn't trying to push me. This guy isn't going to rush me. This guy isn't going to make me feel bad. This guy has my back, so to speak. <laughs> no pun intended. <clears throat> because I want you to think about it. Principle number six in, in Stevens's is everything takes time, right? All these processes take time. And sometimes you just have to sit there with that boy or, or girl or person and you need to sit there and just let them have their time. And you need to let them kind of calm themselves down. Even when we're testing reflexes, right? We don't test, 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 test. We test reflex and let them calm down and relax, right? And let, so that we don't build up, we don't put too much pressure on their little brains and nerve systems. So, but here's the, the next choice point. Here's the next choice point. So we finish the exam. They leave on Friday. They come back yesterday. Here's, here's the critical thing. They come back yesterday. And once again, the child is not particularly pleased to be there, right? And they, now they have an association, right? They, have, so they see this and they're associating, oh, this place I didn't particularly care for last time, right? So you can see that they're getting a little upset about that. But once again, we let them take time, right? And we, we put them into the report room where we have a special room just for report of findings. And we so, you know, let them calm down. And, you know, and the dad is, I'm so sorry, and the mom's, I, I said, and they're trying to sit down as we're, no, no, stand, stand, go ahead and stand, right? Stand, bounce, I don't care what you have to do, keep him happy. We don't have to have him sitting still with, with, as we talk, right? So the dad is bouncing, and I'm talking with the mom about, you know, the different findings and what we're going to do and finances, etc. and they accept care. And the child is, is now, you know, he's calmer but still agitated, and what we decide now is to go into the adjustment. And instead of taking the child out into the main adjusting area, because we have a, a main adjusting room of like five you know, benches and my front desk and you know, a lot of commotion there. We, we said, we're gonna, he seems to like this room a little bit better than he liked the exam room. We're going to stay in this room. And the parents are like, is that okay? It's fine. Well, but there's no adjusting bench in here. Yeah, that's fine. We don't need an adjusting bench. Not with this child. Choice point, right? This is where we're supercharging it. This is where we're supercharging what we want to do because what I want to teach you is, okay, how do we come up with all this? How do I decide what's the next, what's the, how am I going to adjust this kid? The decision comes from what I'm going to, I really want to talk to you guys about. On Saturday, November 14th, this coming up Saturday, November 14th, well, next Saturday, ne- no, Saturday, November 14th, we're doing the first ever ICPA advanced elective, the first ever time the ICPA has offered an advanced elective to one of their classes. And this is what I want to talk to you about. It's supercharging. It's choice points. It's how we get to the next place. Like we're in these moments and what, how do we decide what to do? Right? What adjustment do I do with this kid? Do I, do I do a traditional adjustment, a manual adjustment on this child? Lie him face down on a bench and hold him down? No way. Right? So how do we decide which, what, what, are you, what would you do in this situation? Right? A dad is sit, sitting there with his child holding him, like hugging him. How, what, what adjustment are we going to do? Right? So that's what I want to teach you guys. It's the first ever ICPA advanced elective, Saturday, November 14th. <clears throat> 8.30 to 5.30 is eight hours on Zoom. 
right? Totally virtual. So you can do this from anywhere in the world. The last time I did an enhancing pediatric, my first class, the, or, you know, the original ICPA class, last time I did it on Zoom, we had people from Singapore, we had people from Slovakia, we had people from Spain, a lot of S's, right? Uh, I think it was somebody from Saskatchewan. It was amazing, right? And of course, from all over the United States. So the, I, I would love for any all, and any all of you guys who've taken my enhancing pediatric neuroplasticity ICPA class to come join me in this advanced class so we can take this to the next level, so we can be, be this great leap forward that Dr. Barge was implying us to be. So what, what's the, what the, the, the concept is that we're, we're taking this thought process. I don't know if you guys ever read The Continuum Concept years ago. It was a great book, uh, interesting parenting book, and it talks about attachment parenting. And we're taking that concept and we're applying it to chiropractic. We're applying it to pediatric chiropractic specifically. And what would I do with a child like this? Here's another child who also came in yesterday. So this child, uh, the, 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 the mom and the, the boy have been adjusted. I adjusted him since when the mom was pregnant with him. And then the mom just had another baby. And now, you know, obviously uh, having a new baby in the house is kind of stressful. They're not sleeping, et cetera, et cetera. Less attention, you know, for the boy. And now he's got these sort of little, like, I wouldn't call them ticks, but these little movements, right? These little movements of his, his head and moving his hands a little bit, etc. And the mom's like, what do we do? I'm like, don't worry. I know exactly what to do. So besides uh, doing, we have to switch our adjustments, add a, a different sort of adjustment into his protocol, right? To calm his nerve system down, right? Choice point, right? You're not just going to do the same thing, Right? We need to, to alter things based upon the presentation. Where the child presents is a new patient, right? like this boy with autism. He's a new patient. He presents with certain things. Well, okay, well, how are we going to proceed from there? How, where are we going to start? What's the start point? Right? That, and we need to know what that protocol is. What, what's that paradigm? And number two is you have an existing patient like this little one uh, who just you know, got a new baby sister you know, on his hands. And what are we going to do if this is stressing him out? Right? What are we going to add? How, value added, right? That's the key in this whole pandemic is value added, right? right? What, the, the chiropractors that, that I know, the ICPA chiropractors that I know are trying to do value added things to make their patients feel super appreciated so that it's not just the same thing over and over again, that they're doing something different, that they're adding value to that adjustment. So we did a qu- very quick uh, check on a couple of prim reflexes and figured out that one of the reflexes that he, the kid already had that was had dampened down is now come back up because of the stress, right? So we did a different sort of adjustment and we did added some prim reflex exercises back into his little protocol, right? And, but once again, it's patient-centered, it's patient-led. It's like the attachment parenting concept, we're gonna call it attachment chiropractic, right? Because the continuum chiropractic concept. Um, that's what we're gonna call <clears throat> this this whole thought process. So what I do with this other boy, right? This, this little boy. So I, 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 I will go over exactly the sort of adjustments that we did with this little boy with autism. But I will tell you what is amazing is that from the moment I let my hands off his atlas, right? And which side do we work on, right? There's a huge thing. Which side do we work on? I want to talk about that too, right? That there are algorithms for all of this. There are, are choice points for all of this that I want to teach you on this Saturday, November 14th, or if you can't make that one, on uh, Saturday, May 15th. I want to teach you these choice points, right? So, so, so 
I, I, my hand comes off his atlas. And now that he wiggles himself down or out of the father's you know, arms, he was been in the arms, his father's arms for like the, the first half hour or so of the whole report and, and the adjustment and stuff. And now he starts, he leaves the room, he opens the door. Now he doesn't want to be in this room. And he opens the door and he starts like waving at people and smiling. And the transformation was magical. And that's the great leap forward. That's the great leap forward that I want to share with you. That's the thing to me that is so powerful is the great leap forward. I want to go over all these different sorts of adjustments that we do in, in our office to take care of these kids. You know, using the 31 years of experience, the 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 mentorship that I had from Webster, the mentorship I've had from Melillo, the the all these 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 amazing people that I have had downloaded their information into my brain and I want to now download it into your brains and not just like in uh, the first class, the enhancing pediatric neuroplasticity class, we, we, we covered a lot of ground, right? So many different things. Now I want to take each one of those things and I want to give it like case history, right? We got this little boy, what will we do, right? And talk about that. We got this other little boy who's got the new baby sister, what will we do with that? We got this other child with this other sort of issue, what will we do? We have this other child with, you know, just had a, a fall off his bike. What do we do? Those are the kind of things, right, to, to really enhance it. So we're going to take case histories of real patients that have come in my office, and I'm going to talk about that and quiz you guys and say, what would we do in this case? And then we're going to go over those things in great in, in detail and, do, and practice those things on Zoom. And you've, if you've been with me on Zoom already, you know we can do some great practicing on Zoom with the breakout rooms and with uh, the amazing uh, technology the ICPA is providing for us uh, th- through the Zoom uh, channel. We can do this. And then what I want to do also at the end, like I, I've done with the last few uh, of my regular seminars, the Enhancing Pediatric Neuroplasticity Seminars, is we're going to go over your own kids. Right? If you've got some questions about your own kids, let's talk about them. Let's, let's perform some exams on them virtually right? and see what's going on with them because that's the life-changing stuff that I want to offer you uh, in this seminar. So this coming up uh, next Saturday, November 14th, 8.30 to 5.30, or if we have to wait till May, we can wait till May. Uh, and by the way, I do have my other seminars uh, in February, March. So if you haven't taken the first seminar, you can take my the first class in February or March next year. Uh, and then you can take the, this other one in May. Um, you can find this on the ICPA website. I have included the link here for the advanced class in case you want to, to, to join us. We would love to have you. I think this is going to be an amazing opportunity to, to create that leap forward that Fred Barge was talking about and to, to, allow you to supercharge your practice for the 2021 coming year with all the special needs kids that we're going to see and give you this, like, when these choice points come, I want you to give you the confidence and the clarity and the certainty to, to, to know that this was the right decision, that this was the best adjustment possible for them. I'll see you there.